Alola. Welcome to the 12th episode of Alola from Ultra Sun and Ultra Moon. I'm your host, SBJ. With me is Irene. Hi. <laughs> Hi. No Micah, but don't worry. He'll be back for tomorrow's episode. so We can go all in depth. Perfect timing for Micah, since I believe next episode will be the Mimikyu trial with Ace Rolla. And I'm assuming it's Mimikyu. He loves Mimikyu. He does. Mimikyu, I'm sorry. That's Mimikyu. The, that's the pr- proper pronunciation of that Pokemon. Mimikyu? Yes. Reminds me of barbecue. <laughs> yes, the barbecue Pokemon. I'm going gonna, gonna to name my Mimikyu barbecue. Barbecue. If this is your first episode, stop. This is not a... No- <laughs> Well, don't stop. Keep keep listening. This is a normal. This is not a normal episode of it's super effective. It's super effective. Our seven year long running podcast will return once we are done with this series every Monday. But let's dive into things. Like I said, we're gonna be ta- uh, like I mentioned earlier. We're gonna be talking up to mimic you, but we won't be talking about that trial. That will be next week. We got a lot to cover from the end of Sophocles' trial to that. We're going to try to cover that really quickly because a lot of it is the same. Not too much new here, but after we finish the trial with Sophocles, we have to return the Royale, the Mask Royale Oh man, I totally forgot about all of this. I tried to block it from my memory. (laughs) Molaine gave us a mask that the Mask Royale forgot. He said we should give it to Kakui. I don't know why. It's kind of weird. Yeah, it's very weird. So we return the mask to Kakui who is uh, having a little bit of a tiff with your boy, Big G, capital Uzma. That, okay. Guzma. Sure. Or Guzma, as I've heard people call it. I say Guzma, but until the anime corrects me, here we go. (laughs) Uh, This is pretty much the same interaction. Man. I do want to mention that Kakui does another four, because he was like, Four islands, four captains. He he holds up the number four during this interaction. I don't re- remember what he's referring to. Four turns, like I think he says. He I can, think he says four turns. I think or he something says he can like beat that. Guzma in four turns. Well, I think we talked about this last year, but I, a couple of things that Guzma says that I just want to mention real quick is he said that him and Kukui are very similar people, and he says they were both rejected to becoming trial captains. Yes. Which I thought was interesting. But Kakui was like, I have dreams that are beyond that, so I declined. <laughs> and then Guzma counters that and says, you couldn't become a trial captain, so that's why you are pushing to change the envelope. Like, you're inventing... You're pushing to change the envelope. Pushing to, like... Pushing get, the envelope. Pushing the envelope. <laughs> you gotta change the envelope to mail it. Yes. That's That's the... It's Don't a, forget the postage. It's a very Alolan saying. Yes. Which I think, I think while, while Kakui is, while Kakui may have some validity in saying, oh, I didn't want to become a trial captain, I think there is some truth in he, at the end of the day, he still wasn't a trial captain and, and also Guzma wasn't, a, I think that there is some truth to what Guzma is saying. I mean, he's pointing out a factual statement, so I guess there is the truth because it's the truth. But, like, if Kakui was trying to become a trial captain, just like Guzma. Yes. And he was offered it, 
it would be weird to say it would be weird that he would turn it down. Okay, I guess maybe did he decline or did he fail? I don't think he was ever offered. I think that's the thing. Oh, I think him and Guzma were never offered. And I so, think that Guzma wanted it and he I failed. Think I think he wanted it. Too. I think he failed. I don't know if Kakui wanted it. I think he did. Uh, I think there's I think there's validity in what Guzma's saying, and Kakui is trying to look better than he is to be like, no, I didn't want it. I wanted this league, which Will made a great point on the podcast last year where Alola has all these great traditions. They're very prideful of the way trainers go on their journey. Yes. And they talk about that throughout the end. And that, then Kakui comes in and goes, no, we're so we're so <laughs> pride. We're so, we have so much pride for our tradition and how different we are. But now I'm Kakui. I'm making the Elite Four at the end, which copies every other journey in the Pokemon world. I mean, he's just an originator. That's what it is. <laughs> so that's why I I go back to thinking Guzma knows more about Kakui than Kakui is sharing with us. I mean, it would make sense because they were peers, but I still I don't know. Well, this is why I like Kakui so much is because I feel like he is a very flawed professor and Guzma is the one exposing those flaws, which I think is great, which is another reason why I really like Guzma as a character. Uh, ignoring all of Team Skull, I think Guzma as your your boy, your big bad guy, I think him... I wish that the microphone picked up <laughs> me going more. But okay, so we both watch wrestling, for example. Yes. And I think it's very easy for us to I think I think in wrestling, we both like the villains more than we like the heroes. Yeah, for the most part. And I think be, I think the reason why is because they're usually more compelling characters. They're usually more compelling and there's usually a lot of truth to why they're doing the things they do even though they're quote unquote bad. I mean, I like villains that are like that. There are some that are just completely irrational, but realistic ones make sense. Yeah, and I I think that's why I like Guzma, because Guzma had a lot, like, Guzma was never, he he wasn't like this rich entrepreneur like Giovanni was. He wasn't this uh, in charge of, like, a scientific foundation that was very successful, and then uh, you got sucked into a worm, not a wormhole, but another dimension, like... Cyrus was even Lysander, like extremely rich and wealthy, running this corporation of Team Flare, has access to a weapon that can destroy the entire world. Yeah. <laughs> like Guzma is very everything I've worked for was never handed to me. And I'm and I also have this direct relationship with this professor, which everyone seems to love, but I know that Kakui has a bunch of flaws, and one of those flaws is He's clearly ruining Alolan traditions by making the Elite Four at the end. It could also be the fact that Kakui could just want his name on something. Which goes back to the flaws that Guzma was pointing out. Yeah. You you weren't good enough to be a trial captain, so here you are making your own thing over here. I mean, it's better (laughs) than being pressed and being like, oh, you're, you're just a loser. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like, look back at other professors like Elm or Birch or Sycamore or Juniper or Oak or the last one that I can never remember. But like, none of those professors had flaws. They just were who they were. 
Like Sycamore, especially everyone's like, oh, Sycamore's beautiful. He's gorgeous. He's perfect. <laughs> he lives in Paris. And that's all true. But like, what was one flaw that Sycamore had or was ever talked about? There's no, I can't think of anything. Yeah. Even going back to Oak, and that was a simpler time. I get it. That was like 20 years ago. Oak was your perfect grandpa father figure that even liked you more than he liked his own grandson. Well. <laughs> There's just like, I don't know, there's just like chipping to Kukui, which I like. I like that he is, they show some of the flaws to him, even though they're then, they're not greatly exposed. But Guzma is the exposee or exposer of. Exposer. Of the exposee. <laughs> I don't know. That's, I, that's, some, that's really interesting. I didn't really think about that. So it's something to think about. I wish I could go back and play it again and see what happened. Well, well, I mean, on your way to Poe Town, maybe that I think that'll come out a little bit more because I think Guzma does bring up Kukui some more. And he brings up your trial of like, why are you even doing this trial? Like, Do you even know what the trial means? Which, again, I think speaks to Guzma a lot of like when he said that it's clear at one point he did deeply care about the trials and going through. And that's probably why he wanted to become a trial captain is because he cared about the systems in place. Or he wanted status because he hadn't had status before. Yeah, but Guzma's the one that mm. he's the one with the, the second place trophies in the house. We learned that post game of like he was never first. Yeah. But so you he could wanted tell, he wanted status. But you could tell he was trying. Yeah. He, but there's a period of time there like you can you can only lose so for some people. They can only lose so much before they become bitter. Oh, there's no there's and no doubt like, that Gus was Gus, bitter. Gus was real bitter. <laughs> there's, yeah, yeah. There's no doubt there. There's absolutely no doubt there. Last last part for Guzma. Uh, you struggled with Guzma a lot, man. Oh, jeez. Guzma was a cakewalk for me. Please stop. Easy peasy. I, I think it, it helped that. I forget what was, what was my all-star. My team. Okay. So what happened? Was my all-star there? Was. You explain your Guzma. I'll try to remember. I had one specific Pokemon that just Guzma c couldn't hold a candle to. So the first time I went in, I think I opened with my Sandy Gast or something. And Galasapod was just like, LOL, no. Destroyed. <laughs> the rest of my team destroyed. I couldn't do anything. I think a couple of times I got to the emergency ex exit part, so it switched out. Yeah. And Masquerade. Masquerade. Yep. Came out, and then I got destroyed by that. Was it? And was it the bug part of it, or was it the water part of it? It was the part where I couldn't go first, and everything knocked me. Oh, out. his Pokemon are pretty fast. Yeah. Yeah. So that's what happened. I went and I did it twice, and then I decided, oh, okay, well, I should probably, let me grab some flying Pokemon. That should help. All of my flying Pokemon were way under level, so I brought my <laughs> pretty, like, my pretty shiny Trumbeak that was level 23. Okay. That seems under leveled yep, for this. <laughs> it was absolutely under leveled, so it got wrecked. So I decided, oh, I should go level some more. I got too impatient doing that for my Trumbeak anyway, because it was so much under leveled compared to the rest of my team that I was wasting time doing that and then I spent so much time leveling now currently I think I'm almost I'm 
getting to the point where I feel like I might hit level 50 before I reach the end of this island. Oh. Because my team is just... And I traded over half of them. Yeah. So they're leveling super fast. And I'm and so now I'm not even <laughs> catching Pokemon because I need to keep going. But anyway, so I went back to Guzma. I think I did it one more time. And it sucked because the Roto Boost was working really well for me. Mm-hmm. And I thought, oh, I could use that. Nope, didn't have one. Oh. So I think what ended up happening is my Riambi. 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 I will get it. I will get it right eventually. I just need to give it a name. Someone tell me what to name it. Um, my Rabambi uh, ended up slaying eventually, mm-hmm. but it's so just, bug fairy. Yeah, I don't know. It was a mess. <laughs> I was. It was really hard for me. I just remembered my all star was my tyrant, which is a. It's the little T Rex. Tra- dragon what? Dragon rock. Dragon and rock. Bugs are weak against rock. Man. Ugh. Just, it was awful. Rock Z power, yeah. So I and hit. And then I had my, but I had my, um, I think my Toracat. Yeah, I was Incineroar by the time I did this fight. <laughs> well, Guzma <laughs> is a masquerade or whatever. Thirty-one and thirty-two, I think. Res- I think those uh, are his two levels. I might have. It might have been thirty-three. Okay. One of them. But I'm. I'm. I was sitting around thirty-four ish. Yeah. For this all battle. of my team when I started was already above the level of Guzma's Pokemon. <laughs> And it did not matter. But I had my, my Incineroar, and it was just like, nope, because the uh, Galissapod knocked it out yeah. before it could get to Masquerain. And even the, even then, it still got knocked out. Galissapod's a great Pokemon. I Apparently. Any Pokemon that has a super weak form, so Phoebus, Magikarp, Wimpod, they all evolve into beautiful creatures. Yep. <laughs> beautiful, Be- power- beautiful Galisopod. Beautiful, powerful creatures. Yeah. Um, Man, ugh, I'm upset thinking about this again. It's also like weird that it's not till the third island that you really meet, not brains, but the, the brawn behind Team Skull. Not really. I like the breadcrumbs that you get. Yeah, yeah. I think it's I think it's way better paced than than past games, especially compared to Team Flare. I think Team Flare is very weak uh, overall. I like that you meet Plumeria before you meet Guzma. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So after all that, you meet Hapu, uh, and she gives you a ride pager for Muds Mudsdale. You missed the part where I had to go through the route where they had the nasty mushroom Pokemon. Oh, and I wasted, And I, ooh. No, not that one. What it evolves into. Oh, um. Yuck. Shenotic. Yes. Yes. I have an I love ir- Shenotic. I have an irrational fear of <laughs> mushrooms. It was so gross. I was sitting there clicking my Y button, but I wasn't looking at the screen. And I wasted 20 Pokeballs. Because I didn't want to like attack it or anything. But you wanted to catch it. And I wanted to catch it because I needed it for my Pokedex. Oh, I could just trade you one. I well, have a bunch. No, I already did it. And okay. it's going to stay in a box forever. Ugh. Okay. <laughs> uh, I, I think it, the, the only change here, this whole route is pretty much the, the same besides, you know, Pokemon that pop up in the grass. But Hapu asks you if you've met the Ultra Recon Squad. Yes. And it's pretty much a yes, yes question with, you know, some variables, but she really is just like, oh, okay, well, bye. Yeah, basically. Uh, after that, we get to the town. I'm sorry, I don't, I didn't write down the town name, but Gladion comes out of the hotel 
tells you, asks if you have seen Cosmog, if you know about it. Is this before you run into the Ultra Recon Squad? Uh, they're after this. Okay. Uh, this is the same conversation in Sun and Moon. Gladion pretty much says, uh, keep Cosmog safe. Team Skull's looking for it. And this kind of starts to show that Gladion cares about Lily. Spoiler. Cares about Cosmog. Don't spoil it. Well, we're, we, know, we know what happens <laughs> in Sun and Moon. Gladion and Lily are brother and sister. They're so, siblings. So this is why he cares about Cosmog and everything of the sort. This is all the same. If you go back, the, back, you can't go back straight back north while you're in this town, but that leads to the desert where Tapu Bulu is. Pretty okay. sure it's Tapu Bulu, but that's roped off until you get enough sea crystals. Okay. You go into the next town where the Acerola is with the Mimikyu trial. You, okay. What did I miss? Continue. I'm just trying to figure out where the Ultra Recon Squad comes in. When you get to the next town, that's when the Ultra Recon Squad shows up. Because they say an Alola to you. <laughs> they tell you a little bit more about Necrozma. Yeah. Do you have anything here? Uh, I, wow, my notes, autocorrect, really hates Pokemon. So basically it was talking about how uh, the light that Necrozma can yield gave Z-Powers their power, I think. And that the ancestors of the Ultra Recon Squad wanted to control Necrozma and take all of the light. But then Necrozma got mad, stole all of it, and freaked out. And it left it in an incomplete state. And then I think it's Megalo, Megalo Tower. Okay. Is somewhere where they were saying that Necrozma is currently being kept, but it's unstable. It's about to probably give way. And mm -hmm. that, so then the Ultra Recon Squad says that they want to help Necrozma achieve its true form. And part of me was like, does that mean that they want the incomplete form to be the complete form or the complete form to actually be the complete form? I was trying to figure out whether or not they were helping Necrozma or if they were trying to fulfill what their ancestors actually wanted. I came to the conclusion that they're trying to help Necrozma. Oh, yeah. I feel like they're definitely... Yeah. So we know The that way it was worded made me confused for a moment, but yeah, I came Necrozma's to... Necrozma's bad. I guess. Well, I mean, if you look at all the promotional material and the fact that Necrozma in the trailer attacks either Solgaleo or Lunala... Maybe it's just upset still. I don't know. When you say that this creature likes to steal the light from worlds, well, well, that tells me it said, it's bad. But it said that it was fine, and then the ancestors wanted to control the light, so then it got mad and stole the light. Mm. And so it started stealing light because it didn't want to be controlled. Mm. So really, it's whoever was trying to control its fault. So it's because of, because of humans. It got upset. Bad. Yeah. Or whatever the Ultra Recon Squad are. I don't think they're humans. They're definitely space people. Yeah. Uh, and then after all that... Yeah, so the Ultra Recon Squad, I think, are good. You think they're good? Yes. Okay. I'll still go with they're bad. Just so we're, we have opposite sides here. I still think they're bad. Okay. I think, I think they mean well. <laughs> <laughs> so after all that, you, we go over to the Ether House which is just a little bit north of the town. Route 15? Uh-huh. And then that's... Uh-huh. <laughs> uh-huh. Uh-huh. That's where uh, Ace Roll, you meet Ace Roll and you meet Lily. 
You have a small interaction with Team Skull, because they notice that Cosm something's moving in the bag. You defeat Team Skull, they leave, and then Ace Rolla tells you to do her trial, which is where the... In the abandoned mega thrifty mart, or right, whatever which is, it's called. It's abandoned and destroyed because of Tapu Bulu, I believe. I don't know. <laughs> I think that's what they said. I haven't gotten to that part yet. No, I think if you just talk to people in the town, they well, tell you that. Oh, yeah. There's a part in the beginning that's like, this used to be so beautiful in the shrine and stuff. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's Tapu Bulu. Yeah. No, it's definitely. I don't know why I keep doubting. Because the first island's Tapu Coco. Second island's Tapu Wele. Third is Tapu Bulu. And the fourth is Tapu Fini, which is the one that looks like it's in the shell with the horn. I know what I'm talking about. Okay. It's I never caught any of the Tapus. <laughs> the None of them. Uh, but yeah, so Tapu Bulu, Third Island. From my understanding, I think everything on the beach was like destroyed because of Tapu Bulu was mad at something. Or, uh, I don't know. It was mad because Necrozma was mad and it didn't know why. <laughs> I don't think But it that... just felt something. OTP. There you go. Necrozma and Bulu. <laughs> OTP. <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, anything else that you think we missed? Uh, no. Preschooler Hunter was pretty cute. We battled it. It, him. I've, I've, I've enjoyed everything up to this point, and then I got to the Ether House where, obviously, after uh, I'm assuming it's going to be the same, but after you beat Ace Rolla, you're going to go back, and that's when Lily gets captured slash stolen. yeah. And then I think, oh, this is where it drags. Well, we'll see if it changes. <laughs> uh, it's always... I don't know. I, anytime like Pokemon forces me to go off my journey to do something, I'm always like, "This is the worst part. Don't force me to do this kind of stuff." And they do that. They uh, they did that for after the hotel or the Han Hotel Hano. I don't remember what it's the called. Grand Hotel Resort, Grand hotel, whatever it's called. Where they're like, "All right, now you're going to the Ether Foundation, and you cannot leave until you're done with this specific." But it's thing. part of the story. I know, I know. It's just... it's just, it's moving along the <laughs> it's woo. It's moving along the plot, moving the plot along. It's like in uh, Leaf Green, where after you beat Blaine, you get sucked to the Sevi Islands, and you cannot leave the Sevi Islands until you do what is required of you. And it's like, well, I can't go to the daycare because I can't leave. I can't go to this Pokemon Center. I can't go to Celadon City to get fire relief for Waterstones because I have to complete the Sevi Island tour. Man, I got to play the game. This sucks. Well, <laughs> That's what you're saying. I want to play other parts of the game. <laughs> I'm just restricted. And it's about to get restricting, I think, when Lily gets kidnapped. So... If she still gets kidnapped. I'm assuming she does. But we're well more than halfway through the game, I feel like, at this point. Not including posts. Just main story. Yeah. Hopefully we'll finish up here soon. We're going on a trip next week. So I kind of want to be finished or at least have the rest of them recorded. So wow. at least I can publish. That's fast. I mean, it's still still more than seven days. So, yeah. Seven episodes? Seven more? I think so. I think we'll get there. Are we not doing any post-game? We're going to take a break. I want to get back to normal episodes of It's Super Effective. Oh, then, I see. And then we'll... No more me. And then we'll, uh, we'll get back to regular. So I think that's where we'll end it. So if you are listening along, our next episode will be the Ace Rolla trial. And probably uh, what happens after Ace Rolla. Because I don't think we're going to dedicate an episode just to one trial. But I think that's that. We just dedicated an episode to one trial. 
yesterday. <laughs> I've been practicing how to say this, so you should go. Uh, oh, okay. So because Alola is both hello and goodbye. Hello. Alola. No, see, I was practicing. Alola. Yes. Sounds so stone cold. Alola. Alola. Super Effective is hosted and produced by me, Steve Black Jr. If you would like to support It's Super Effective, you can head over to our Patreon, which we have updated to an easy URL for you. It is ise.cash. And for as little as $2 a month, you can support It's Super Effective and join our Slack community where you can chat and battle and trade with other Pokemon trainers. Thanks, and we'll see you next time.